the intention of the podcast is to help guide people back to their true selves. So I am excited to speak with you. It was kind of a very serendipitous connection, wasn't it, over Instagram where it was just the connection and I love what you were doing. I love that I can learn a lot from you and so can people that are listening in terms of like moon cycles and you know what you offer, what you've been through. So I would love to know like where did your yoga journey begin? Um, right so I've been teaching yoga for 20 years now and um, about five years into teaching um, and studying the eight limbs of yoga because as you know the postures are just uh, the asana it's just one small part of it but there's one um, limb which is um, sadvaya which is the self-study and uh, as I was delving deeper into the practice I um, started looking into astrology and mm. um, and I was I was doing it mainly to find out about me my energies um, astrology is like an ancient uh, practice and um, understanding that we were born into this life uh, with a blueprint. Uh, right. and I just found it really fascinating. I, I find all of this, um, the energetic side of um, life, you know, when we realize that we are energy um, in, a, in a body. Um, so, yeah, so I was, I was doing that for myself and then realized that, astrology is just as big a subject as yoga and wow. I thought, right well I don't want to become an astrologer <laughs> yeah I, did is I took out the bits from astrology that I could bring into my class I'd done quite a few different modalities I'd done I got up to master level with um, Reiki because I wanted to understand mm -hmm. energy so my whole journey has been I've got to go back a step actually because I was born with a heart condition I was born um, uh, yeah I had open heart surgery when I was two so mm -hmm. um, when I got to a, in my um, early 20s I started having sort of food I had food intolerance and I was having panic attacks um, at that mm -hmm. time I was a hairdresser and a beauty therapist and a makeup artist I used to do bridal hair and makeup so it was quite a stressful job because obviously it's all hanging on you to keep the keep it good you know the preparation so it's quite a yeah quite, quite daunting really but uh anyway so I was doing that and I developed all these allergies and intolerance and um so my healing journey began um in my late 20s and mm -hmm. uh it was and I think that's that's my dharma you know that was my heal heal yourself first and then and help others um right so as I was teaching yoga and finding out more about myself and teaching the classes I was working different local gyms um sharing what I knew and and then there came a point where I just had to uh let it flow from within me almost like a mm -hmm. get out of the way and let it come through so what I was discovering at that point is no matter how difficult whatever difficulty I was going through um I was mm -hmm. still able to go into a class and teach it which was quite amazing really you wow. know you'd go yeah you'd kind of get out your own way and just it was almost like channeling 
channeling it through. And I oh never God. ever felt like I was actually there teaching. I, I always felt like I was holding the space, facilitating for everybody to plug into source. So I was I was able yeah. to kind of um, do that. Um, and so I started talking about the moon, <laughs> the moon in my class. And then it was really funny because my my students would come in and they would tell me where the moon was. <laughs> and and yeah. they'd say to me, oh, I, I, did you see the moon last night? I looked at it and I thought of you. So I was being associated with this moon cycle yoga, which is what I used to do before. Um, wow. And yeah, there's been some interesting times where I've been commissioned to go and work with um, the Acacia group in uh, the West End. And that okay. was interesting because there was like 20 or 30 people in, in this group. And, uh, you know, I'd pose the question, uh, does anyone notice the moon or walk in nature nobody they didn't i mean this was a few years yeah. ago but then it just dawned on me that these people are kind of getting up in the morning getting on the train doing mm -hmm. their work in their office getting on the train coming home having something to eat and then going to bed and then i'm mm -hmm. yeah. to go and do a yoga session with them so it kind mm -hmm. of blew my mind and i was like okay so that is some people's lives and then i started feeling really lucky that you know, I've been able to, I've been blessed enough to be able to follow the path that feels true to me. It's not everybody's yeah. cup of tea. Not everybody gets that we're spiritual beings, like um, energy beings. They, you know, some people like take the scientific path. Mm -hmm. I had to follow my path and my journey. And so I started putting all my lesson plans in a book. Mm -hmm. And I was drawing for that and I was working out what, goes with the moon new moon what would go with a full moon and um i've been working like that since 2006 and just wow. my classes and i'm telling my students this is based on the new moon we can set our intentions today and sort of mm -hmm. kind of made it flow and i love it i love it because what happens now and what had been happening is i didn't have to have a lesson plan I didn't have to think mm -hmm. about it. I just, I look at the moon. I know it's a full moon. I'm going to do, I'm going to do things that are going to open the chest, open the heart, because it's the fullness and coming into the heart. And, uh, and yeah, okay. it's just been a really interesting journey. So where I'm at at the moment, because we obviously went into lockdown, I, mm -hmm. I, I approached a friend of mine. I said to her, uh, you know, I've got all this, I've got this manual that I've been using for my personal uh plans but i've also yeah. been told by a number of people that's a really good idea that's a really good concept that you've got there um mm -hmm. and so i said to her you know i'm just reaching 50 now when i was in my 40s i kept thinking oh i will do it one day but i've got loads of time when, yeah. when the time is right let me just keep working on myself because obviously you can't give to others until you're right in yourself so I went through all this process, my own healing process through my 40s. I had a lot of death and illness and loss and uh, betrayal. All of it <laughs> came out in at that time. And uh, and I stayed anchored in, in with my practice. Um, wow. And it's not been an easy coming back up because I did become completely undone. Um, mm -hmm. What it's done is shown me my the strength of my spirit it's like wow. there's something higher that's holding me and 
you know, no matter what happens, I've I've always feel that I always feel that there's something, and I listen to that voice. I listen and I trust it, hundred percent trust it that whatever's happening, and you know, there's always challenges. Life is life is a struggle. There's so many mm. struggling, and uh, I just want to share with them. Uh, if you are going through any struggles that uh, however difficult whatever it is um, that there is a way through yeah because a lot of people they they you know with the mental health and everything they 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 believe their thoughts and there's mm. some terrible things where people are so disempowered or yeah take so what's What's like a way for someone to kind of see past the the illusion and the delusion of their thoughts and to see what's true? Yeah, um, I've just gone a bit quiet because I just had news yesterday. I was with a, a friend who told me that his friend's daughter had committed suicide and she was only 34. Wow. Um, so, it, it, uh, yeah, I uh, I asked that same question. You know, mm -hmm. did anyone know that she was struggling? Did she try to get help? Um, mm -hmm. She was low, she was on her own. She didn't have family and uh, she was living on her own. But, you know, we know uh, it's, it's quite rife, isn't it? At the moment, you just hear this. Uh, what's the answer? Well, I believe everyone needs to do yoga. Um, especially Why? Especially Why? with the way that things are at the moment. To me, it's tapping into like I said, something that's bigger than you. Mm -hmm. And just to know that, you know, just to know that this, that you are bigger than whatever situation you're going through. When you realize that, that, that doesn't matter what is going on, you, you're bigger than mm -hmm. it. You can rise above it. You can transcend it. But how do yeah. you get people to know that when society has created a world of people being dependent on you know whatever it could, we could be addicted to social media we, there's so many things to be addicted to so many things mm -hmm. that are overstimulating our minds and uh, that you know um, as we get into that thought process that's when the trouble is because actually when you get out of your headspace and you're just fully present in the moment there is no problems. Mm -hmm. the problems are all in our minds right there is no uh, yeah. true problems so, uh, you know, helping people to realize that is no easy task. And, uh, you know, I'd been meditating from the age of 26. And when my father died and when my mum had a heart attack 15 months later and I was moving mm -hmm. home and then there was a betrayal with friends uh, and that all came around the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had... 15 years of meditation under my belt uh, there yeah. was nothing that was going to to eat i couldn't sit and meditate at that time it was too much wow. you know there was too much happening uh i had to let it ride it's right i had to let it ride out so there was a part of me that was watching me going through all, all what i was going through but knew mm -hmm. that was the the saving grace if you like that's the the higher self that was watching me becoming undone yeah. 
and feeling all the feelings. And this is why I think a lot of people don't make it through the other side is because the feel they're scared of the emotion and the feeling. Mm. You have to allow yeah. yourself to feel. You know, people use meditation to quieten their minds because they don't want to feel what they're feeling. I don't agree yeah. with that just because of my own process. I mean, at that time, I could have tried to meditate. I could have taken myself on a nice holiday. I could have gone dancing. I could have done a lot of things to uh, try and not feel and not go in it. But I allowed myself to go in it. And actually, what I found mm -hmm. is I had a lot of really supportive friends around me that held the space for me. Some people understood better than others. Some people were able to you know give me that hope where because to me everything was so bleak and they were right. saying to me uh it's just a blip I've known you all this time this is just a blip mm. through it you know things like that yeah. but uh yeah. you know I was being held while I allowed myself to go into the into the pit if you like and it was it wasn't nice um I was always a sensitive person but I became a hypersensitive person and it was like right you know the anxiety and just thinking that something was going to jump out on me and attack me uh okay. it, was, it was and and this is coming from a, a yoga that somebody who's had the yoga background been meditating but yeah hadn't dealt with my childhood trauma oh that's what it was do you think there was like an element of like not trusting the world after like all that happens um, like... well looking back i didn't know this growing up but when i got to my 40s and i reflected back i could see that uh i was a fearful child um i mean i was i was i was take i was um i've had flashbacks when i've done some healing modalities of of heads being like holding holding me down I was two years old when I had the open heart surgery. They did save my life, oh, but I didn't know they were saving yeah. my. I didn't know they were saving my life. It was oh, terrifying. Okay. I didn't know, and I I had blocked that. I didn't know it was terrifying when I did my uh, uh, healing because I got up to a point where I was teaching yoga, and I thought, okay, for me to be the best facilitator that I could be, I need mm -hmm. to um, I need to do this inner work. I need to go in. Uh, so that's when my journey really started and I was about 42 at that age, at that time. My dad died when I was 44. So all through my forties, I was dealing with this, uh, I, 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 like I said, I let myself become undone. I had a handful mm -hmm. of people that were holding the space for me and I was still teaching in that state. And I think that I was really, really brave. <laughs> Yeah, that's incredible. It was incredible. Really. I mean, when I look back now, yeah. I actually think I can really give myself that pat on the back and say, oh, my God, you really are a strong, you are really, really strong. But you don't feel it at the time. And that's why And this shame that was coming over me was unbelievable because, you know, everyone, uh, not everyone, some people say to me, you're a yoga teacher. You're supposed to have it all together. You know, you've got peace <laughs> and love. And yeah. Rage. I was raging at the time. It was, I was so angry with God. Me and God, we fell out. We fell out. <laughs> a little breaker. And, uh, and then I got to get to see some really deep truths about the ego and because eventually it led me to a path where I had to completely surrender where, where, where I'm at now right. is like I feel like um my life is not my own it's there's a higher power that's guiding me 
and I've just and I'm I'm surrendered to that higher power now so it's so much easier because you don't have I'm not resistant to anything I'm just feeling my way through if something doesn't mm -hmm. feel good then it, it, I remove myself from it okay and if it does feel good then it's the green light you know the lights the, I, I'm I'm very very in tune now um, mm -hmm. but I've been at the other side of that so I know what it's like to not be and to have the ego kind of telling you you're full of you're no good and you're not worthy and uh, the shame that came up because I wasn't um, calm mm -hmm. and uh, and having to hold all that that the the real self-love came at the time when I uh, uh, I could see all that what I would regard as nastiness which is only just being human really but I had such like a hard the dark side of you I, I kind of put myself uh, you know I was trying to achieve this uh, this yogic term but actually okay. we are only human and we are doing it the best that we can and you know it's yeah. challenging and just give yourself a break you know you, you don't have to be perfect you don't have to get it right um, all the time you just need to love yourself when you're going through mm. the challenges and you just need yeah. people that tell you that you're the same that that uh, reinforce that you know you you don't want anyone around you that's going to tell you that and usually when they're telling you stuff it's about them so they might be whipping their selves because they want to get do, do you know what i mean it's not that they're actually yeah it's not actually about you it's you can hear the inner dialogue that they will be having with themselves if they're putting something on you um it's their own insecurity about not being perfect and not accepting themselves so really we want to create a world where everybody's loving themselves because when you're in that what place, a world yeah when you're in that place when you're loving yourself then your cup is full and you can pour out into other people and we're, then we're supporting each other and i'm, I'm very yeah. fortunate because i've got a, a group of uh people that come to my classes have become my friends and uh we mm -hmm. the, the love is there you know we're all very supportive of each other when we're going through our challenges and everything and i'm creating that kind of community it's just beautiful nice. but i i just gotta say that i i haven't always had that i did have to go into my trauma I had some mm -hmm. inner child. Um, I went into, you know, I had to connect with my inner child, so I did th that modality. Um, and it's been a long uh, process, and I can honestly say that I feel like I've come to a point now where I do stand in my power and I've wow. got something really good to offer to people. That's incredible. Yeah, I want to help as many people come across because it is quite emotional. We've got the new moon in Cancer coming up. Uh, tomorrow so it's quite an emotional one so if you can feel that coming through and i just looked at my clock and it's 11 11 right now so this is really <laughs> serendipitous as you said yeah. wow i love that you have so much knowledge about moon cycles it's something that i actually don't really know much about apart from like you know to set a new intention when it's the when it's the new moon is it or the full moon yeah the new um and the new moon it's the start the of moon. a new uh yeah so we've got the new moon coming up actually it's uh I think in the UK it's on the 10th, but 9th. So that's just uh, two days, isn't it? Two days. Coming up soon. 
what can you tell us about like the moon cycle and how we can sync it to like our personal lives or our businesses or just in general? Right. So at the moment I'm creating a course. It's an online course. I'm going to, I've got, I've just found a copywriter that's going to help me make it into my dream, you know, of getting this information out. Um, so yeah. what I can tell you is that when you follow the moon cycle, it, mm -hmm. it it's almost like, uh, it, it, it tunes you so that you're, it's like you're steering your mind. You're not just letting your mind. Um, so at the new moon, if you're setting your intentions, you're using, yeah. your, your, mind, using your mind correctly, because obviously the mind can just wander off as it does. You know, the, it's, an, it's the nature of the mind to think. So it's not that we don't want to think. It's just that we want to think the right things that are going to steer our uh, reality as we want it. The mind is very, very powerful. So uh, mm -hmm. we use the uh, new moon to set the intention. And then the waxing moon is when we, we so it's, if you think of it like a, a seed has been planted and yeah. uh, it starts to sprout and mm -hmm. nurture it, it could just, it could just be, be squashed. Oh, see? okay. So you put your intention yeah, yeah, yeah. Out there and then when it comes to the waxing moon, you want to power it up you want to put energy oh. behind your intention uh, that's yeah really that's a really uh powerful time of the month the waxing moon phase okay yeah and so what what do you mean by putting like energy behind it so um how so basically you put an intention it can be something like i um uh, let's think of something let's think of an intention have you got one for this month Oh, I mean, it's quite broad, but really to truly step into my power. Step into your power. Yeah. So mine is to live intention, uh, consciously and intentionally. Yeah. So uh, to create the space so that I can live consciously and intentionally, uh, which is right. the same, really. It's the same as stepping into your power because you're giving yourself the you're you're giving yourself the boost the energy boost that you need mm -hmm. to the world so um okay so I, we've set these intentions for this month and uh yeah a week is going to, uh, uh, the days are passing by and because we are we have our habitual way of living our lives and working we might not be thinking about it we put the intention out to the universe and then we kind mm -hmm. of get on with our lives. But if we don't notice our actions, say like you get into an, into a situation with somebody and you have to um, step into your power at that time. And because oh, literally okay. you haven't, yeah. at that point you're, you need to step up at that point, but you might not notice oh. it. It might just go over your head because you're always – see, this, this is the subconscious mind. We act yeah. from our programmed or our habitual nature, which is – so when I teach yoga, we uh, – uh, I'm going to jump forward a bit. When we get to the waning moon, which is the end of the cycle, which is where we are today because we're moving towards the new moon – um, at the waning yeah. moon, it's very internal. We go inwards and we open up the third eye so that we can really uh, listen to what's buried in our subconscious. So I do a practice called Yoga Nidra. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the yoga nidra is, is designed to, is scientifically proven to induce a deep relaxation. And during that relaxation, you can you can put the seed in of your intention, but your whatever's uh, underlying in your subconscious will surface so that you can see Right. Um, it's very, very interesting because you have to go yeah. back. For you to get ahead, for us to change the world, you can't, you mm. can't control anything outside of yourself. I've actually ended up saying to myself, I don't actually want anything from the There's nothing that the world can give me, but what can I give to the world? What can, wow. what can come from me? So you do the work internally and then you, and then you stand in your power what mm-hmm. is being asked of each and every one of us so i'm really glad that you said that that was your intention and i'm really glad that we're having this talk now because obviously we're on the same page uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean like what you said though about like okay when it comes to real life you have to step into that that is the hardest part like i wish i could just make an intention and everything else just follow my life and be really beautiful and easy and flowing but it's those challenging times where you face with what you yeah you're subconscious and what you've been doing for the past life yeah i mean if you're, so a, very, like... if you're a loving if you're an empath and you're a, you come from a, a love love everything and everyone you can have you know i know a lot of my friends have we've got so much patience and tolerance for mm. people's shortcomings and you know that's that's fine you know yeah. people can have that people can have the shortcomings it's not it's not that you're not going it's not going to knock you off of your center if you're doing your, mm-hmm. if you're i'm going to plug my nature's rhythm yoga <laughs> if you're go for it if you're following you're, if you're doing yoga and you're working with the moon cycles and you're tapping into your chakras, because this is what my system consists of, if you're doing right. all of that, then, yeah, there's going to be things that come into your life to sway you. But you know what? You're on your path. You you stay in your lane and mm. you've got your intention. You know what you're doing. You've got your routine. Going back to your question about, you know, how does the moon cycle affect our lives and how can it help? Routine routine is everything. You know, I I tell people when they uh, tell me that their their sleep patterns are out and uh, their Mm. life is a bit chaotic, get up at the same time every morning and have something to eat, have breakfast every morning. Make, get, get something in place that is a routine for you and it will, mm-hmm. it will shift every, everything will change because you are putting things in place to, that are anch- anchors. I call it, you know, it's an anchor point. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's how you take control. Cause ultimately what we're doing is not, we're not dismissing our thought process uh, completely we want to use the mind correctly we want it to be on our side and not fight mm-hmm. we don't want to be fighting ourselves because if you're fighting yourself you're going to be fighting other people out there as well that's so interesting it's really interesting yeah you made me see that like I put so much pressure on myself. Yeah. Like I was thinking about like this moon cycle and if I have an intention and like things come up in my life where I'm like, you know, it's that presence where I, I should be acting like a certain way. I don't know. It just, I, I've, 
yeah, it's just brought to light that I do put a lot of pressure on myself to be this perfect human who yeah. like has all her shit figured out. And I know that I'm not the only one. Like, no, you're not. I'm definitely we've not all, the only one. We've been, all been but, duped to that, and then we're yeah. all wanting to be a true, authentic self. We want to be, a, you know, hear this all the time. Be yourself. <laughs> mm, it's like, who is that though? Yeah, be yourself <laughs> means you might, yeah. you might. If you're choosing yourself means you might not be you might be offending somebody in your life somebody close to you because you've chosen yourself um mm. but you 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 have to be your own uh cheerleader really you have to be your own uh support the support is from within so if you're not honoring yourself that's going to reflect in your relationship so basically it starts with within with your relationship with yourself and then yeah it, it, it ripples out so yeah sometimes we think we're being nice because we say yes to the other person because they want you know we want to you know their feelings matter i've lived my life like this you know feelings matter mm -hmm. i don't want to upset that person's feelings but you do, yeah you can't dismiss you can't undermine your feelings for that person's feelings you have to say in a in a nice enough way but your feelings matter but actually i need to do this for myself da, 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 and be true that is what being, mm. being true to yourself is and that is what it means to be yourself yeah how do you deal with like negative emotions i find it really difficult how to... do i deal with them and... yeah well, to go through um, them. okay so I, I i i'm very good at allowing myself to feel feel things i don't try to uh i don't try to um like sugarcoat no so if i'm feeling something i let myself feel it if i need to cry i let myself cry if i feel lonely mm -hmm. whatever whatever feeling it is that's coming up i fully immerse myself in it i've got a good friend that says to me when i have negative thoughts i imagine them in a boat and i wave them goodbye and he lets me know. I like that. And I said, that's excellent. Yeah. I said, I don't do that, but that's such an excellent thing to do, to wave them goodbye. But, you know, I like to face things, maybe because I'm a yoga teacher, you know, I've, I can't, uh, I've got to, I feel like I need, I need to be able to go into the fire and then, and come out and, and know that I can, I, I will survive feel you know it's not they're not right. so bad that i'm not going to get through the other side of them put it that way so um, yeah so my way of dealing with a negative emotion is to and to feel it and not to run mm -hmm. away from it and then uh and then when i feel ready when i feel like i've in, in, in <laughs> indulged in it enough that i've fully because uh, sometimes things happen that uh, it's a bit shocking you know you kind of think you're going you think life is going one way and then something will happen yeah and and it throws you and you thought oh i thought that we were doing this but that's happened yeah. so um at that point I feel like my child my inner child little andrea the little girl that gets like you know like uh um, you know, knocked off centre, I get knocked off my centre, then I have to just hold myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, whatever's happening, it's okay. The universe has got you. You know, trust, trust, trust the universe, trust yourself. 
because you're creating yeah. this reality so it must be right andrea it must be right i've got you don't worry right. that kind of in a in a dialogue that goes yeah that's how i that's how i hold myself when i'm going through the negative really um emotional because i am an emotional person i'm a cancerian and mm -hmm. i feel i feel my way through life so that's that if somebody is now um telling me that i'm too sensitive or i'm whatever i i realize it's their projection it's like they, okay. they can't deal with their their emotions are too much to feel i i can feel it i allow myself to feel it what happens now is people that can't feel blame mm -hmm. i get i get a lot of uh finger pointing mm -hmm. at me saying that you're you're this and you're that da, 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 because they're not allowing themselves to feel Wow. Feeling, you see but I, because i'm at that mm. level of awareness now where i know it's not mine but you're just yeah. your stuff you want me you want me to feel what you're feeling but that's not mine that's your stuff but oh i'm feeling God. it for you because you don't want to feel it because you want to go through life and um have everything being positive which we all you know everyone wants the positive everyone wants the good stuff but come on you've yeah. got to be able to have the rain to have the the rainbow yeah you've got to have you've got to be able to have both so that that's where the that's where i come in because i feel like from my system from the nature's rhythm yoga i can teach you that everything is cyclic and i use the moon cycle but actually everything is cyclic we've got the seasons we've got yeah. even our breath we've got four the four parts of the breath so uh you can liken the the in-breath as the waxing moon because it's rising towards the full moon. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the exhale, which is like the waning moon that leads you to the new moon, the dark moon at the at the beginning. God, I'm learning so much from you. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. I love it. And like I said, I've been teaching since 2006. And it wasn't until I put it all down on paper when I was writing this manual that I'm going to do as an online course, that I could see mm -hmm. where it was all going. And, and there's an ultimate practice um, that I teach at the waning moon, which is called the cobra breath. But it can only be okay. taught orally. It can't be taught, um, it can't be put down on paper because it was. It comes from the Kriya Yoga tradition. And, uh, and it just kind of hit me at that point that that is all the, all the meditation that we do, all the, mm -hmm. yeah, the for, first of all, the postures that we do are so that we can sit upright and we can be still. And then the pranayamas that we do are teaching us how to expand and hold that prana because our vitality and our health lies in how our breathing, which is why it's interesting that COVID is affecting the lungs and uh, mm -hmm. it burned down. And there's some kind of dark force that is uh, like an entity that's kind of, gripping and we, we that's what i i believe that the battle is between light and dark and light wins wow. anyway because we are yeah consciousness and we're uh but anyway my my purpose my mission now is to get as many yoga teachers teaching in this way and to turn the mm -hmm. tides which is what the moon is all right. about so it's the tides controls the tides and i i know that my concept is valid because you can look through the ages and see how our ancestors followed the moon cycle our religions are based on the moon cycle 
Mm. I don't know if you realise this, but that's what our ancestors were, uh, you know, that's how they lived. So it's just that it seems that we've just come so far away from nature and what's natural. Um, and so, yeah, that's what my mission is in life, is to bring everyone back. Wow. Yeah. So how do you learn, like, more information? I know you're doing a course um, as well. Like, where can people go to learn about moon cycles and just cycles in general? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of astrologers on, in, on YouTube that I like to listen to. Um, and there's lots of stuff on Google. I mean, I, I've been learning and drip feeding over the, over the years and finding things. And, um, I, I still follow a few astrologers that I, you know, that let me know what's happening with this. Cause each cycle, like now this new moon is mm -hmm. in the water sign of cancer. So it will have that okay. feeling, uh, quality to it and you know obviously when you get a new moon in Aries for instance then it's got the fire element so you've got the power behind mm. the fire the fire fire is about um clearing obstructions okay yeah, so uh, that's really mind, you're asking me how how where do I get my information from and so I've I've studied a lot of modalities I I like Chinese medicine which tells me about mm -hmm. the elements I like That's astrology, so cool. which tells me um, about the moon cycles and the planets. And I kind of feel it. Uh, I, I, I kind of see it a little bit like uh, the energies of the planets and as they line up affect us on, on because we're, it's all in, we're all interconnected. So yeah. We're being affected by those. So sometimes when something happens in my life and then I look in my chart, I can see that that's how it was meant to be. And then I mm. and then I think, oh, it's it's okay. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's not you're not in control. Oh my god. It's all written in the stars. It really, you know, that's not written yeah. in the stars. It's it's so. I mean, I I I can't tell you what to believe. I can't tell anyone to believe. But I I find my peace through mm -hmm. re the realization that I'm living this life. But I, I'm living it how it's meant to be. Yeah, so I, I, I totally I'm get I'm not you. fighting anything. I'm just accepting. I'm accepting things as it happens, as it, uh, as they unfold. It's just an acceptance and a surrender, and wow. it's just it's beautiful. Uh, not, I mean, there there are painful moments. There are things that happen that are painful, but the yeah. learning to accept is uh very liberated and the forgiveness forgive yourself always mm. forgiving myself for for not getting it right for being human <laughs> you know for not getting it yeah right. for sure you're at such an amazing stage like i have to admit i'm not there yet with fully accepting and fully letting go like i'm on that journey for sure um so i can show you through my my uh through the nature's rhythm yoga i can show you how to do it most of if you talk to any i should get you to interview one of my one of the people that have been coming to my sessions uh yeah yeah it's uh we're all we're all in that place where we're, go, we're going through the challenges but we're all tapped into we're tap we're tuned in you know we're tuned into source and we're in alignment basically 
There's nothing, yeah, there's nothing to fix. Incredible. There's never anything to fix. We just need to be in alignment. That is all. Yeah. Mm. yeah, but it's so much easier said than done, isn't it? Like, we just need to be in alignment. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I get what you're saying, because obviously there's something yeah. to fix, and we're, we're kind of taught that there is, you know, there is things to fix that you do need to... Uh, okay, well, there's two ways I'm reading up about, because I'm doing the, the Cobra Breath as the ultimate practice in my on my course. I, I signed myself yeah. up for... Uh, I, I signed myself up to do it because I, I practiced it in 2000. I was initiated in 2006. And I thought, right, if I'm taking people on this journey, I want to make sure mm-hmm. that I'm not giving any wrong information. So I signed myself up to do this course. And um, uh, so when I'm reading this tantric book um, about the breath, and, you know, there it states very clearly there's two ways you can manage you know you can use your will to manage your life or you can, mm-hmm. you can be in surrender mm. it's not wrong it's not wrong to be willful and to micromanage and make things that's what you call like when you see make think people that make things happen you know they, they yeah. make things happen with me i've i've been in that i know what that feels like because I, I was like that when i was much younger but right now uh-huh. Right now, I know I want to get this workout, my Nature's Rhythm Yoga, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm doing the work. I'm staying in my lane. I'm doing the work. I'm meditating. I'm teaching my classes. Um, and then people are coming to me like yourself, like this copywriter. And all I'm doing is saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not actually willing. I, I'm not willing it in a way. I'm not, basically, my will is aligned with, god's will i'm just yeah and i know this is something that is my purpose i'm this is what i was born to do and it makes all the the tears and all the traumas worthwhile <laughs> you know all that, oh all that struggling of you know not, not realizing as a young child that i was fearful and living my so i was i was always kind of I think that's why I got into yoga because it was a safe, it was a safe world. It was a safe environment. Um, so yeah, that, that's what led me into the, the open heart, the heart surgery, being born with that is what led me into yoga. Led me Incredible. So yeah, it's not, I'm not, I'm not doing any of this. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, it's just, it just is, isn't it? It's just how it, how it's, yeah. 